Welcome to Retzel Review and our next album with Halloween, The Dark Ride. Ooh, take a spin on the dark ride, slowly creeping up, quickly coming down. And if you don't take the offer, no one would think any less of you. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently you don't like the album. (laughs) This is one weird fucking record, man. And and to read the reviews of it, like, do not match the reality of the album at all to me. No, you know, no. I, I was expecting them to keep along the lines of better than raw, but maybe just getting slightly little heavier and detuned maybe, but that's not the way they went at all with oh, this. No. They they went completely modern as possible. And some parts, it doesn't even really sound like Halloween. And then they got new producers as well, which they're still using today. And I wish they would get rid of them. I don't like dislike them as people. But I, I don't think I'm fit. not a fan of their work either. No. I agree with you. I th- I really? think they have... You guys are not a fan of Charlie's. No, no. Ow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't think he, I don't think he quite understands Halloween, to be honest with you. He doesn't highlight the instruments in the proper way. I feel like it makes a lot of the songs fall flat, honestly, for mm-hmm. me. And we'll experience that from here on in, you know, all the way to the end, even up to the new album. <laughs> we'll find out when we get there. But yeah, I, I wish they would have either stayed with Tommy Hansen or pick somebody else because um, I don't know. It, it's just he's made them different, and I, I don't kind of don't like it. But not to say that The Dark Ride is a bad album. It's just a different album. It's a very dark album, and it's it's mostly a lyrically uh, it's dark but yeah. don't go into it thinking the music's going to oh dark. no i want to no, make that no, clear no. to everyone right now this is not <laughs> halloween's it's not super the fucking album. heavy metal album yeah. no the black album wasn't heavy shut up man <laughs> no no i said it's not a black metal album <laughs> oh oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Although this does has some, this does have some things in common with the Black Album, though, with as far as what they were doing with some of the modern sounds and production here. But while while Metallica pulled it off and made several chart successes out of songs on that record, eh, Halloween didn't quite do that good. No, they did not. And their first uh, first single was Mr. Torture. I, I mean, I love that song. I think it's a great song. Great opening to the album. I, I love how it's a really Musically, it's a great song. Yeah. It's a man with the lyrics. I like the lyrics. Dirt. I, I know how Halloween is, you know, known for the humor and the music and some more humorous songs. And while I'm not always a fan of them, Generally, I can appreciate them, but the lyrics on this are just so silly and out of place. You know what it's about, though? What do you mean, other than, like, what what is it, based on something? I don't know. Yeah, it's based on um, one of those, like, late-at-night infomercials with, like, the sex infomercials. Oh. What do you mean, like, the Extends commercials and all that stuff? What do you mean extends commercials? You mean like you know the pills that the make your uh, no 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 dick no. pill right? No, what, what do you like in Europe and all that? They have those commercials where there's you know you, the sex phone uh, calls and stuff like that. Nine hundred numbers. Yeah. One eight hundred. One nine hundred lick. Yeah. That's why in the lyrics it says if you uh, dial eight seven zero, no dial one eight double zero, Mister Torture. 
Uh, that's the uh, European yeah. uh, area code, right? What I was actually thinking was uh, like sex personal ads, but now now I get it. That you now it makes that. more sense, right? Yeah. It makes more sense, and that's uh, that's why I like it because they they you know they took that little commercial thing and put it into a song. I think it's really cool. I, I don't know. It, uh, the music is awesome. I, I love how they start off with the, how it's really fast and very very aggressive too because they haven't really been this aggressive in a while. So. I love how Mr. Torture sounds. Chorus is really cool as well. So, what about you, Lou? I loved it. Um, I think I'm the majority of the three. The, sorry, the minority of the three of us. When I say I, I loved this album. Um, I actually don't have anything bad to say about it. I thought Mr. Torture was a great opening song for it. Um, I enjoyed it, and I agree with Greg. The music is amazing. Um. I you know I I try to pay as much attention to the lyrics as possible, um, but you know, for me, I was happy with uh, Andy's um, vocal melodies. Plus, I really didn't have a chance to look at the lyrics. But you know, imagine if you can envision Pinhead from Hellraiser what in a sailor suit. I don't know. <laughs> The picture of me is like this big. I I can't see what you see. I can't see you guys. The whole thing is fucking black. It's okay. It's all right. We're doing the dark ride, so it kind of works. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Greg. You were saying? I forget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All over the nations. Again, another really cool. I actually I like this album too, Lou. Don't get me wrong. This is a really good album. You know, I don't dislike this album. Uh, I just the 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 um, musical change it threw me for you. Yeah, a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I wish what? I wish they didn't try to to go for that more modern sound because Roland is an awesome guitar player. He plays like Ingvay Mountstein on this. He's just like everybody everybody else. Well, when it, the first two songs, honestly, it does start off pretty good, and in that classic Halloween vein, it just takes a nosedive because mm-hmm. they really start. I mean. The production on these two songs is fairly modern, but they're still classic Halloween power yeah. metal, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. All over the nations, it's a pure Halloween song. You know, the, the this is probably the happiest song on the on the whole album. Uh, it's just got that happy chorus, a very catchy chorus, and, uh, you know, typical Halloween song. What do you think of uh, All Over the Nations, Lou? Uh, my exact notes were, loved it, awesome gang vocals in the chorus. Chorus made the song for me. By the way, just want to apologize to everyone. I am not on cocaine. I promise. I have really bad allergies today. So he's he's on cocaine. I'm not gonna just don't lie to our fans, all right? Hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I love that cocaine. I love that. Anyways, moving oh, along. Oh God, come on. Uh, Escalation six six six. Uh, 666 and like greg said i think it does dip here on the album um i'm not crazy about this song i like the solo in it but i i don't i mean i like this song but I, it's not one of my favorites on the album it's a little too slow for me what are you greg i i don't like this one at all honestly outside of the solo it just takes like this Deergy dip in them yeah. just trying to be like the modern new metal thing at the time. It sounds very forced yeah. and I I don't like it. And then with his 
it's not a natural transition either. It's very, very abruptly thrown mm -hmm. into this mire after the first two songs. Yeah, they're doing that single note thing, and then they got that squeal thing going on. So it's just like you know, everybody else is doing that thing. Uh, Lou, um, I liked it. I really didn't have any notes for it, but I did like the song. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> a song I do like though, uh, quite a bit. Mira, Mira. I think that one's very catchy. Um, and also, Andy sings a little bit darker on here. He has a he does a little bit uh, more has a little bit more grit in his voice on this one. I think. Mm -hmm. So this one I do like, and it's a little bit more upbeat than uh, Escalation 666. So this song is a really good one. What about you, Greg? I like this one better. It's still not my favorite one from the album, but, um, you know, I think Andy switching it up with his voice is really what uh, makes this a little bit different. The grit fits with the uh, little bit, because this still has a little bit more of that darker, more modern tone like Escalation 666 does, but... Uh, mm -hmm. They pull it off really well. I mean, it's not their most memorable song, but it is very catchy, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Lou? My notes are that I really enjoyed this track a lot. I think it actually could have been a good song for radio. I actually think like it, it was a pretty radio-friendly song. I'm, you know, good on I them for it trying it. As a, uh, I thought this would be like a good live encore for them. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that, Lou. Mm. No, I don't think I they see that. Well, anytime I've seen them, they never played it. But uh, the other single, actually, this was the first single, "If I Could Fly." Um, this one I kind of liked when they when it first came out, but again, it was slow. It, it was their, um, you know, it's like a, a ballad type song, and uh, it's okay. I, I don't mind it. It's a decent song. But uh, I just I wish they would have picked something out. I wish they would have went with Mirror Mirror as the first single because I would I would have liked that a lot better. Uh, what do you think of If I Could Fly, Greg? Eh, this is another one of them ones that's just kind of there to me. It's okay, but it doesn't really do anything. But again, if the production was a little bit more right. exciting or attentive to the instruments, I really think there's ways to bring out the uh, strengths of this song. But as it is, it just kind of boring and fits in with the rest of the record Lou, i actually thought that this was a really good crossover song i thought that if any artist from any genre like wanted to cover it for the purpose of releasing it as a single it would have worked you know i thought that they succeeded here where they tried to go with chameleon just my opinion you know? Oh, crossover genres. I'm sitting here thinking you're talking about like fucking DRI, and I'm like, what? In Wrong the crossover. Hell are you listening to? Wrong crossover. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to have heard SOD cover this song. Can you imagine the Chromax putting this on the Age of Coral as a backup? As a if anyone oh. could pull it off, Danny Wilker could if he was in the band. <laughs> never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh what is up next oh salvation another song i this is probably my favorite song of the whole album i like this one a lot uh very catchy i liked also the message too with you know um thinking about people who died you know over the years or whatever and then you know they'll be there waiting for you type thing so uh, for those kind of reasons i do like this song a lot i like i like the lyrics and the music as well it's fast speedy are you great 
Uh, I think the lyrics are hokey, but I do yeah. like the song. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a good one. This, uh, like Wayne was saying, it's got more of that speed to it. It's almost like a Walls of Jericho vibe, kind of. Mm-hmm. I like. This is probably my second favorite song off of here, actually. Lou, Mavs. Uh, I said not a bad track, um, but. I guess for me, this is where I really notice that the album kind of has like a dark overtone, which mm. I'm not against. No, it's because it's the dark ride. See, I find it uneven though because none of the happy songs really carry that dark vibe. So. Feels like it jumps back and forth in mood to me a lot. Good. Well, it, it was probably because in the year 2000 when in the you know year new 2000. metal was all the. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Thanks, Cohen. Um, you know, where everything was all like, you know, I hate my father, I want to kill my mother type new metal from uh, what was being overplayed on MTV and uh, and radio, what they tried to pass off as metal, but was really just the early stages of butt rock. I guess they were just trying to go aggressive and go, yeah, we could be hard and aggressive too. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for me, but not for anyone else, I guess. Interesting yeah. point, but that still doesn't really address what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, retract my last statement. Wait, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> uh, the, the Departed, Sun is Going Down. I like this song a lot. Uh, actually, Ula Kush wrote this song, and um, I think it was one of the first songs he wrote for the band, because... Uh, Really? Yeah, he didn't really write too many songs for the band. But he wrote this one and wrote Mr. Torture as well. But I think this is the first one they wrote because they made a big deal about this. Um, it's a cool song. I like it. It's, it's very different from their usual stuff, I think. And actually, he um, when he left Halloween, I don't know if it was after he left Master Plan or after Ma- Halloween, he joined another band called Beautiful Sin. And I don't know if you heard it. Did you, Lou? I sent you both I songs. did not have a chance. Sorry. Swamp that work. Didn't get to it. Son of a bitch. But anyway, he redid the song and called it Lost on the other album. Uh, music is the same, but he changed the lyrics and everything. And I guess he just loved the song that much that he wanted to redo it. But uh, I like this version. I, I think it's really good. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the chorus. I like how the uh, the overlapping of the, the lyrics are you know, during the chorus part. Uh, I think it's really good. What about you, Greg? Best song on the record. Really? All right, cool. Yeah. I, honestly, it's, it's, it's really strong. It's really memorable, and um, it just has a good feel to it. It's just a good track, and like, the overlapping course, it's just, it's got a good 70s kind of experimental vibe to it, and it's heavy, and it still sounds like Halloween, but it's it's a great song. Yeah. Good one. Ooh. Sec- second favorite song on the album. All right. Nice. Very cool. Uh, I Live For Your Pain. My second favorite song on the album. Very catchy. Kind of reminds me of uh, I Can from the, the album before, from Better Than Raw. Yep. I, think I, I thought the same thing, actually. <laughs> it had the same, same type feel to it. So very catchy chorus and everything on here. Uh, just everything's awesome on that song. Uh, Lou? Um, again, darker than normal for the band. But another track that I thought would have been perfect for radio. Yeah, yep. 
Could have been. Uh, Greg, you want anything about that song? Nope. Yeah, we're on agreement. You agree? Might as well just, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we damn the night. This song, I could give or take. This one does not do anything for me. I try to listen to this song a lot. Since so many people give this album so much praise and say it's their best album, I just don't get that song. Seriously? I disagree wow. with that statement. Yeah. I, I do too. I don't think this is their best album. I still think uh, uh, The Oath was my so far my favorite one that they've done so far. Mm, cool. Interesting. But yeah, a lot of people say that. I don't, I don't know why. I guess they just like the, the change because it doesn't sound like Happy Halloween. You know, this is darker type stuff. Probably it. More modern mm. sound. Uh, what do you guys think of uh, We Damn the Night? Whoever wants to go first. Craig. You can go ahead, Lou. Lou. Um, good song, good melodies. I love the arpeggiated twin guitar harmonies. Mm. Yeah. Greg? Great. Dude, uh, the, 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 the guitar parts, <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of something positive to say about it, but the guitar parts are really the only things I like. Um, I know they. this is another one of them ones where it's just kind of there. They sound almost like they're on autopilot on it, and the, the, this is a perfect example of I don't get what people are talking about when they say this is their best album. I don't get it either. Uh, Immortal. Uh, this song, again, it, I can either give or take this song, but it's not a bad song. I do like it. Uh, very catchy. Uh, actually, the, the verses are very catchy. I like how they uh, go together. But uh, decent song. Uh, what do you guys like it or not? Lou. Fucking yeah. unmute button. Sorry. <laughs> oh. I love the orchestration in the choruses. Uh, great song for Halloween. A sign of maturity for the band. For me, at least. Greg? It's catchy, but this is another one of the ones I feel just falls in with that modern-sounding dirge. Just doesn't do anything for me. And the final song on the album, The Dark Ride. I think it's a very uh, perfect ending song for this album. Um, I love the chorus as well as I sang it when I started the show. Very catchy chorus and a typical Halloween song, I believe. By you, Greg, since you're nodding your head. Yeah, I mean, this is another one one of those where it sounds like it'd be a great live anthem for them, and uh, it ends the album really strong. Lou. My favorite track on the album. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I'd probably put it third, but it is a good song. Very interesting. Uh, did you guys hear the bonus tracks? Uh, uh, yes, but what were I mean, for this? Madness of the Crowds? I actually thought that one would have fit well on the album. Madness of the Crowds? Yeah, I think so, yeah. too. And I remember when that came out, everybody was nuts about that song. They, they said the same thing like you did, Lou. They said it should have been on the album. Uh, Deliver Us from Temptation was another one. Now, this one is a throwback to classic Halloween, this song. You think so? I think so. Really? What era? Yeah. Uh, Walls of Jericho era, like between Walls and Keepers mm. 1. Interesting. I don't hear that. That's interesting. Me neither. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Uh, uh, all right. And the other one was uh, if I, I had to listen to single edit of if I could fly. But uh, yeah, Dark Ride. I mean, I like the album. Uh, I, I got a lot of memories from this. Um, I, I don't want to get into the memories, but uh, nothing you know important. But 
it's a pretty good album just a little uh unexpected to for them to sound so modern and uh like i said uh, roland's guitar playing is gone he just you know made it very plain and modern sounding and i didn't really care for that too much and uh you know it is what it is what are you gonna do you know that is one angry looking pumpkin on the cover though it is right yes and it drove me nuts too when this came out uh, the Japanese one had the um, the the logo spelled not spelled differently, but uh, designed differently. And then there was one that with the logo was on the side. And of course, I got to buy all the versions, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually, the original uh, record that came out was a picture disc. This is a, a reissue, a special mm-hmm. edition reissue. Yeah, special edition even says it right there on the bottom. It's silver. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm, very nice. All right. Anything else? No. Great. We will see you guys tomorrow. But before we leave, Lou, where can we find musicislife.com? Musicislifepodcast.com? Oh, I think you can find it at um, onlyfans.com forward slash. No, just kidding. Uh, Musicislifepodcast.com. No, I'll never have an OnlyFans. And if I do, it would just be just a. Wasn't that for like fantasy football or something like that? OnlyFans? No. Should be. No. No. Dude, seriously, I'm being... Uh, no, no, no. That's for uh, uh, if you want to show your naughty bits on there. Well, it's that Oh, you mean more, for shallow just... girls that have no real skills trying to screw people out of money on Facebook? That's right, ladies. We all know your tricks. <laughs> That's right. Get them simps. <laughs> so, yes. Get them yes. At musicislivepodcast.com and every week on Ratside Review. Thank you. That's right. If I remember to upload it. And ratsidereview.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube, where you can officially see this Halloween show for now. That's right. It could be audio, but for now, it's exclusively on YouTube. And we will see you tomorrow with Rabbit Don't Come Easy. Goodbye. Peace. Later. for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsai Review Network. Ratsai Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsai Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsai Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams, no relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City, The Vera Vault with Ralph Vieira, Schmackle Agab! to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki, The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry, Just the Cheese Please. 
Movies, a podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Live podcast with Lou Mavs. The Rat Style Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to ratstylereview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Rat Style Review Network. We're, We're taking, taking over. over.